Welcome back to Open House with Mark Sewick and Corey James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Sewick team at Keller Williams Realty, a greater Rochester real estate podcast. This is episode number 59. Mark, how are we doing today? I am I'm actually doing better. I've had a little bit, do you know this? I've had a little bit of a cold or a flu or something the past week, so. So you're improving a little bit here? I, I think I think so, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, stuff's going around, as they say. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So Listen, um, don't get near my thing. My thing is the sickness, okay? <laughs> my and my family. Stay in my lane. Our yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> don't try to steal it away, okay? That's our character trait. <laughs> I, I will stay in my lane. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll share quickly, and I hope you're not eating if you're listening. We had a delightful car ride home. <laughs> delightful car ride home yesterday. We went and grabbed um, a nice dinner with my uh, mother-in-law and father-in-law and some of the siblings, um, and they've got some friends in town, which is great. And on the way home, I heard a peculiar noise oh, coming no. from the back seat, and uh, we have the, the little mirror that's on the the headrest in the back, and I look in the rear view so I can see what's going on. And Ashton, our nine-month-old, um, I'm just going to say if you've seen The Exorcist. Wow, yeah. That sort of thing was happening. Oh, my God. Yeah. Thankfully, we're only about five minutes from home. So after um, my wife dove into the back seat to figure out what was going on and then encouraging me to pull over and me responding with, what exactly do you think we're going to be doing right here, right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we, fork, you know, we just went home. We made it. I was hosing off a car seat last night around oh 8.30. My oh, my God. Wow. Doesn't having children sound like so much fun? Uh, so, so much fun. Yeah, yeah. So, so much fun. Um, I, 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 ladies and gentlemen, I can assure you the podcast will only get better from here on yeah. in. Listen, that was that was as tame as I can tell that story. Wow. I could I could wow. be far more graphic. Wow. Linda Blair. Um, but I, I will not. I will not. Um, yeah, so thankfully it was just a situation of uh, I th- we think maybe – a little too much bottle, um, and oh. that, so it's not like he's actually. Sick. Okay, well, well, so that's a nice change of pace. Y- y- there we go. There we, there we. Thank you for that that lovely story. Uh, you Corey. know, I mean, yeah. listen, it's become how we lead into these podcasts. <laughs> there has to be something. So, so tell us tell us about a market update. <laughs> let's roll into it, shall we? We will. We will. Um, let's see. As of last week's recording, uh, there was 544 active single family listings in uh, Monroe County. Uh, just down one five fifty three right now. Okay. So heading, okay. I, we we've been pretty stable for the past few weeks. It yeah, seems yeah, like. yeah. And then six county region, there was nine ninety three last week. We're now at nine eighty three. So tiny bit of drop. Again, very stable. Yeah. Now, what's interesting about that number is that we know properties are staying on the market longer. Right. So my my thought on that number is there's fewer new listings. Right. And. At first glance, one would think. Right. Yes, yeah. And, and and that's kind of making you wonder, okay, you know, is what's going on with the market right now and, and trying to reframe it in that way. And it seems like th- compiled with that, competition has once again ramped up pretty considerably. I know for a fact um, there's a couple of properties that I, I wrote for where well over $100,000 over asking. It, it, it is insane. I mean, we had a property, um, you know, nice property in Brighton, and we'll talk about Brighton in a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, nice property in Brighton, uh, but it needed about $125,000 of the work. Sold $75,000 over asking. Just insane. Um, we've got one right now in Penfield. Um, you know, I mean, I've lost track of how many showings, but um, within 24 hours of listing, at least 25 showings. Yep. Okay. Um, and, you know, I've been somewhat cautious in not suggesting to the sellers that we have uh, delayed negotiations. We suddenly, you know, midstream, you know, in the middle of uh, the afternoon yesterday, we suddenly alerted all agents 
we are now doing um, uh, delayed uh, negotiations in, on Thursday. So you're getting that feeling too, like the competition is ramping back up a bit. Where it, I mean, did it really ever go away? I guess is also the question. Yeah, there are certainly fewer buyers out there. I think yeah. you and I would both agree, but the buyers, and this probably goes back to something that we've talked about a little bit, which is that the buyers who are out there right now are a buyer, the buyers who have a need, an mm-hmm. absolute need as opposed to a desire. And they're, they're duking it out. They are like, they are, they're intent. Yeah, uh, for sure. And you, you combine uh, very motivated buyers with maybe fewer listings again. Right. Um, and that's where we're seeing this this ramp back up, where before maybe there wasn't quite the same ferocity from the buyers that we're experiencing, you know, right now. Um, that's I, I think why it felt like maybe it was a bit of a drop, but still it wasn't by much. Yeah, you know, I I, th- I think the buyers are still I, I think the buyers are still as intent. There are just fewer of them, so uh, for sure. Um, so there's a bunch of stuff that we want to get to. One of them is going to save you money. How's that for a tease? I love that. And you'll help the planet. Win win. Mm. Uh, we have our celebrity real estate to get to as well, but a few things we wanted to touch on. This is exciting. While Rochester is on the national stage um, for some not great reasons, which we won't dive into, if you want to just do a quick Google, uh, I'm sure you can find it. Um, we are on the national stage for a positive I'm not reason. That one. <laughs> <laughs> we are on the national stage for a positive reason. Although I'd love to. <laughs> I know, I know you would. That's a separate podcast. I feel like um, we are on the national stage for a positive reason, and that is the fact that Brighton. Is the nation's nation's hottest place for new home buyers? Yeah, that, that's buyers, yeah. that's a, that's a great story. We rank number one on the list according to Realtor.com. I mean, number one. So, just some of the stats on this one. So, in Brighton, homes sell in just six days and receive four times more views from prospective buyers than the standard U.S. listing. Yeah, um, they're, they're talking about a combination of livability and affordability, um, which is and, and it's Brighton's awesome. It is, yeah. I mean, you get great housing stock. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. Phenomenal schools. I was just going to say, great school district. Um, and, you know, all the other things that I think make Rochester just, we have great um, secondary education, very, very low commute times. We've got a decent cultural community. I, and, and I think this is part of, you know, this, this article talks about the fact that this is something that I think we've experienced firsthand these past few years. You've got men and women who aren't necessarily interested in living in Manhattan, Brooklyn any longer. Sure. Uh, it's stressful. It's expensive. Um, it's hard to get ahead. And I think that people are looking for a better quality of life. And I think that Brighton really helps to uh, to fit that particular need. So. Oh, without a doubt. You know what's interesting, too, is it's, it's higher among... Um Millennials, too. Millennials are being drawn to Brighton. Right, right. Um, you think about how they're probably just getting to the age where their kids are just starting to get yep. to school age. So it, it seems like that would be a really interesting transition. Yeah, so compared to the national average, uh, 56.9% versus 51.3%. And uh, yeah, so Brighton, way yeah, to go. Yeah, I mean, you've got $300,000 to spend, mm-hmm. and you've got two kids. You're living in Brooklyn. Where? where I mean, you're living sure. in a one-bedroom. I mean, if you're lucky... You're yeah. living in a, a one-bedroom. You're, you're buying something that's a studio. You come here to Rochester, and suddenly you've got one of the best school districts in the country. And on top of that, you're living in you know a, a really nice three-bedroom, one-and-a-half-bath, two-bath home. I don't know about you, Mark. I feel um, I feel extremely vindicated just because I've been we've been preaching in this podcast that this is what was going to happen. That right, more right. and more people were going to discover this yes, area yeah, yeah. And, and and flock here. Well, we had an interesting conversation with some clients of yours who are moving here from Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they are really excited and interested about coming back to. He, his family's from her from here. She, hers is not. Um, they want to come here because of affordability, but also 
climate migra- migration. Big you know, time. it's just another one of those reasons why it is that this is just a great area. You know, as, as, as we were discussing yesterday, we don't have tornadoes. We don't have hurricanes. We don't have earthquakes. We don't have forest fires. I mean, yeah, we get, you know, a, a snowstorm, you know, maybe once a year, uh, if we're lucky, twice a year. And I say lucky because it's just a great time to open a bottle of wine, build a sure. fire, and settle into a great book. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so bad compared to what? Hunkering down and there's 120 mile an hour winds coming from a hurricane? Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll take yeah. snow. I'll take snow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's it's interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see how this continues to progress. Um, so if, you th- if you're listening from out of the area and you thought, hmm, maybe I should check that out, I, th- I think now is probably a good time to get in. Yeah, give us a call. We'll give you a tour of the area. We'll take you to Wegmans. There we go. Yeah, yeah of course, or, obviously. Or as Dr. Oz says, Wegreens. Well, what's or... up with that? Oh, man. That was, that was, it was kind of embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, <laughs> If, note to self, if I'm running for political office, I'm not going to mention crudité. I mean, I, I'm, I'm as a feat as they come, and I never use the word such an absurd word. You know, it's the vegetable platter, okay, ladies yeah, and gentlemen? Just, it's just, the vegetable platter. Oh, anyway, man. for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, Google, Google it. Yeah, Google Dr. Oz. <laughs> anyway, this is from the New York Times, and this referenced Rochester. Right. Um, this was uh, about the amount of, of home deals that are falling through, mm-hmm. which we've touched on before. Um, so the, the number in July was 63,000 deals on existing homes fell through. Uh, we're about 16%, give or take there. Um, That's a pretty high number. You compare that to last year's 12.5%. Yeah. So yeah. pretty big increase there. The reasons for those cancellations, some buyers are no longer qualifying for their mortgages because, again, the, interest the, rates have gone up. Rates, yep. For sure. Um, and therefore, they just can't close. They physically can't close right. on it. Or some are getting cold feet because of the mm-hmm. fact that it's more than they intended. Um, one of the things that's interesting is when it comes to this number, Rochester's pushing back against that national trend. And it doesn't surprise me, but we'll yeah. talk about that in a few moments. So Rochester ranked nearly at the bottom of this list. Um, I believe Newark, New Jersey was the only other city that had a lower cancellation rate. So if we're looking 16% average nationally, mm-hmm. yep. we're at 5%. Right. Uh, Newark was 3%. Yeah. Um, and you look at some places in Florida, uh, so Las Vegas and Lakeland, Florida, were the highest, 27%. Wow. Over wow. a quarter of the deals fell through oh in those two God. cities. And then speaking of Florida, you look at this, nine cities made the list with over 23% of their deals falling through. Nearly a quarter of, of every deal in nine cities in Florida fell through last it, month. That, that does not, does that surprise you? Um, no, I was I was looking at that and I noticed that hmm, that's really interesting that Florida, Florida, Florida is showing up. Right. Do you think it's second home? I I, I think it's yeah. vacation homes. Yeah, I, I think that it's um, uh, buyers who are going down there and yes, they want to buy the second home, they want to buy the vacation. You know, Josh Bartolotta from our team just bought a place down yep. there. A lot a lot of Rochesterians are in Naples. Um, you know, it's a state that is populated um, by a lot of people uh, with second homes. And as the economy, as people are still trying to figure out what's going on with the economy, sure. we've talked about that a lot of the past few weeks, um, and as interest rates are going up, uh, people are, I think, pulling back and saying, you know what, perhaps now is not the time for me to start to think about buying a second home. Sure. So, so it makes sense. Now, now let's analyze Rochester being lower on that list. Because, again, we've, I want to say, pointed out a number of, of different times that Rochester seems to be a little, a little insulated from a lot of the stuff that's happening nationally. I I go back to the fact. One of the things that comes to mind when I think about this is the fact that during the Great Recession, Rochester had one of the lowest 
uh, rates of foreclosure of any city in the country. It was fewer than 1% of all properties were being foreclosed on. Whereas in the rest of the country, you know, you're seeing people, you know, losing their homes left and right over and over and over again. This, from my perspective, has to do with the fact that Rochester is always, historically, it's always been a bit more of a fiscally conservative town. Okay. So if you think historically about uh, Rochester, our, uh, the, the rate of increase uh, of the value of property in our community goes up 3 or 4% per year. We traditionally, the, the, these past two years being the exception, sure. um, 3%, 4%, and that's just... I mean, I remember thinking about, and I remember, I think I've talked about this in, in, uh, on the podcast in the past. I remember bemoaning and lamenting the fact that um, just before the Great Recession, all of my friends were just talking about their stock portfolios and how they had gone up 20% and, you know, how they were making all this money. And I'm like, Jesus, you know, what have I, what have I done? I've got this uh, portfolio of rental property that is chugging along at, you know, 3% increase annually. Um, well, you know what? It's just slow. I think it's a slow and steady sort of uh, parable. Which, uh, tourists in the hair. Slow yeah, and steady yeah, wins yeah, the race. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, it is it is interesting. Do you think the fact that prices here are also lower than the national trend attributes to that? I, I think it's all I think yeah. it's all part of the exact same stew. Yeah. Because so, affordability certainly comes into play here. Right. I mean, you know, and, and I, I always want to be careful when talking about affordability because you look at these... Uh, lists, you you read these journal articles, you listen to podcasts, and people talk about affordability of Rochester, but they always leave out the uh, the fact that our tax burden sure, is yeah, that's so true. much greater here than it is in Florida, for instance. So, so right. Florida, yeah. Because you're comparing the national, um, the, na- the average property nationally is $423,300. Right. And it's about $210,000, dollars You calculate taxes. Yeah. yeah, yeah you, th- you throw the taxes in and, you know, yeah. Um, speaking of housing affordability, it's hit a 33-year low. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, the lowest point, by the way, since 1989. Wow. That were you, been were you even alive? I was. I was six, <laughs> six years old at that There we point. go. <laughs> um, that is according to the index kept by the National Association of Realtors. So how they get to this number, it, it considers income, mortgage rates, and sale prices of existing homes. Um, that's how they get to it. So those are all in play. Um, to get to this number, um, so obviously, as we mentioned, what that that average was that four twenty three three. Obviously, that has gone up a mm-hmm. bit uh, yep. recently. Mortgage rates going up again yep. as yep. well. Yep. Um, and those factors, along with inflation, the low inventory, and the economic headwinds that we've talked about, right. they're leading the slowdown in the housing market. And, and listen, you know, for those who have been listening for the past year, we'll say it again. Yes. It may be a difficult time to jump in. Yes, it may be uh, the greatest rate of um, uh, unaffordability, if, if, if you will. Sure. Um, but do it. Just do it because you know that 20 years, 30 years from now, you will have an asset that is paid. Every year that passes from the time that you buy, initially buy, until you pay it off, it's going to become a little bit easier because your income will increase, but your principal and interest payment on that mortgage is not going to increase. Um, so it becomes easier and easier with the passing of time. In 30 years, you want to have an asset that is paid off. You don't want to be paying some asshole like me uh, rent on a monthly basis. You you don't want to... You, so just dive in. Yeah, and here's some good news. So th- these numbers are all from June. 
Um, okay. The expectation is that July is going to, to bounce back a little bit. Okay. Um, so it's going to become a little more affordable. So, yay! <laughs> Great. And then and then September, October? Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> yeah. let's just focus on what we can focus on yeah. right now. And in, 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 in what, what I'm saying is, you know, that's shorthand for saying that the third week of September, the Federal Reserve is going to be meeting again. Yeah. Uh, interest rates yeah. are going to go up half a point, three quarters of a point. So Let's just it, shoot our mini confetti cannon when we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our tiny cannon. Yeah, our very <laughs> tiny cannon. Yeah, so, um, so it more likely than not, uh, we'll look back at numbers. You know, in November, we'll be looking back in October and say, "Wow, you know, it, it was it, it, the uh, the lack of affordability or the affordability in- index really um, increased again." So, so this was interesting. Yahoo Finance had um, had an article talking about should you sell your house, and they gave reasons for why you should, and they gave re- reasons for why you shouldn't. Okay. Um, so the reasons why you should are things that you're going to probably remember from from us telling you for the past. I don't know. Two years almost now, right? Um, and uh, the demand obviously is the biggest reason for that. Um, despite the fact that houses are on the market longer, demand's still relatively high. Again, comparatively to where things were, so that's the positive. Um, housing inventory remains low. Right. That appears to not be a thing that's going to change. So yep. if you do list, you're still you know not a ton of competition from yep. other listings is good. Um, another fact that that I, I think we've touched on quite a bit is all cash. Cash mm-hmm. is flying around everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I'm trying to think of just personally, probably the last 10 sales that I've had, 70% have been all cash. Sure. I'm, I'm not surprised. So yeah. that's still going to be um, big. So from a seller standpoint, it just makes everything cleaner, easier. Right. Um, and you're not worrying about interest rates, which is interesting because interest rates, rising interest rates, made both the reason why you should sell and the reason why you should wait lists. Okay. Okay. The, the reasoning for why you should should um, sell is because of what we've talked about: the Federal Reserve moving to raise those interest rates uh, again can work against sellers. Higher rates mean bigger monthly mortgages. Looming hikes will likely prevent um, some buyers to lock in rates now, though, before again in September they meet again. So right. Uh, right. As yep. we've been pushing, um, the average rate on the thirty fix, uh, thirty year fixed mortgage is around five point three five percent. So, so it's gone up about yeah, a tenth of a point in the past So, week. So yeah. those are the reasons that you should sell. Now, these are the reasons for why it's a good time to wait. Your own plan. Well, well, I was, I was, right? <laughs> thank yeah. you. I mean, yeah. I, I, I was going to talk about this. Why sell if you don't need to? Exactly. Because they're, they're questioning, well, what if your home sells quickly? And again, when it comes to sellers who come to us, what's the number one thing they always say? Well, where are we going to go? Right. Yes. So have have that figured out. Mm-hmm. Yep. You really want to have that figured out. The second one was your new mortgage, if you have to to, yep. to have one. Yep. You want to make sure that you have that figured out. Why, why trade in a a mortgage uh, that is locked in at two point eight five percent for mm-hmm. a mortgage that is suddenly at five point three five? Yeah. Yep. And then the last one was raising rates again, which goes back to your mortgage. If you have to go that route, if you're using cash from your sale to buy something and maybe you find a rental for a little bit, that's fine too. I'll warn you though, the rental market is insane. Yes, it it is. You know, I mean, I'm going to throw a third category in there. No, yeah, okay. The third category is if you're so inclined and you are sitting on equity, you're you're a current homeowner and you've got $250,000 or, you know, $100,000 in equity in your existing residence. Perhaps you want to take that and borrow against it, not to fly off to Acapulco for a week, but take some of that and invest it. 
uh, sure. in uh, in a rental property. Um, so so that's you know that's a third possibility. Stay right where you are. Just tap into some of the wealth that you've created as a result of paying on your mortgage for the past few years. And again, you just referenced. I mean, you've aside from the past two years, seen a steady two three percent increase every year. Which, right. Right. Again, if you're looking long term, it's not bad at all. Yeah. It, well, because you couple. You couple owning that uh, that with I don't want to get too far astray here, but you couple that three percent, four percent increase in the uh, uh, in the value of the property, but you're you're also paying down. You're you're more specifically doing the fifteen year your tenants are paying down mm-hmm. and your mortgage because right. they're paying you, and then there are the tax benefits. Sure. So you know you can easily um, start to enjoy you know an eight, ten, twelve percent increase in the value of your property year after year after year um, as a result of those three factors. Okay. Um, this is also interesting from from Yahoo Finance. Wanted to run this. By you and see what you think. They uh, they had an expert in there that was predicting what things will look like by the end of summer. Oh, so you, you mean like next week? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Dust off the crystal ball here. I, I, I actually, what, what what are we? We're we're two weeks away. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. So, so almost. So end of summer, two weeks away from now. Um, they say that we are headed back to sanity. Okay. All right. What, what is what is this uh, expert telling us? They were uh, elaborating that the things that we've seen. Um, as far as prices just going insane, are going to um, calm, which I don't know. We've not really seen that. Right, it's it's right. still, as we mentioned before, it seems like at least in Rochester, and again, you know, this is national. A national expert, yeah. Versus yeah, us. Yeah. Um, it seems like things are still extremely competitive. So I don't know. I guess it also depends on your definition of sanity. Right. I mean, I, I might need to read that article or dive in a little bit, but I, it doesn't sound too dissimilar from some of what it is that we've been saying for the past, well, since since uh, the 10th of May. Mm-hmm. You know, the 10th of May is when I noticed that it was really starting to slow down. But in many ways, yes, it's slowed down. But then again... It hasn't. It, it hasn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So, uh, and this is just the, the confusion that we talked so much about last yep. week, which is uh, you're, you're looking at, I don't know, eight sides of, of one coin. So... Um, the next point they made was if prices don't fall, they'll at least rise by less. And that's been a prediction of ours y- for a y- while. Y- y- yes. And the, the rising by less, not the, that they'll fall. Yeah. And I, I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. And then the last thing, uh, you can file this under, duh, uh, cash will continue to be king. Yeah. Okay. And great. you'll see a lot more of that. <laughs> yeah. Once that, again. That, thank you. Why don't they? You know what? Why don't they reach out to us as their expert? I I I, I don't know. I mean, you know, the sky is blue. You know. Should um, we Should we write a strongly worded letter? Well, <laughs> we'll send some different videos. We could We could do video uh, blogs for them. I mean, if they're so desperate for content. Who Who is their expert? Just curious. Oh, uh, let me look back. She was uh, an agent from Miami, I believe. Okay. Was, was uh, the name? I don't remember. Uh, it I don't matter. think it matters. All right, does, doesn't matter. Um, it, it, it wasn't Warren Buffett. It was not. No. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. no one that I knew of. Okay. All right. Um, let's chat about this because this is really great. This can save you money okay. if you're a current homeowner and you are interested in maybe um, getting a little more green, a little I, more I, clean I, energy. I, I love this. Yeah. My father must huge into this. Right, right. Um, solar specifically, but just really oh, 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 yeah, right. He's a big Tesla guy. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So there are... I mean, he, he was one of the first Tesla guys. I mean, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, going back many years. His license plate proves it. I, I can't remember what it is. I always... I was like, oh, there's there's Mike's car. Uh, it's um, it's something that warms the earth and it's run by. I don't want to say it in case anyone runs it, but yes, it's... Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. but it's it's it, yeah he's very into it, and you can be too and save some money because the government actually has 
a bunch of energy initiatives. Right. And, and the, these are all coming about as a result of uh, legislation passed last week. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So want to run through a few of these? Yeah, yeah please. So the energy... This is, this is important. This is great stuff. This is, and you should know about it. So the Energy Efficient Home Improvement Credit. So for this one, households can claim a tax deduction up to 30% mm-hmm. for upgrades that save energy, like right. updating electrical panels, um, adding insulation, yep. for example. New windows. Yep, energy-efficient windows, heat pumps, installing those. Yep, yep. So that's one. Make sure you know about it. Uh, make sure your tax person knows about it. More yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, residential clean energy credit is another one. Now, this bill resurrects and beefs up a credit for homeowners installing renewable energy systems like rooftop solar panels, like we just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So right now, that runs about twenty grand to do one of these installs. You can save as much as six thousand dollars. That's that's remarkable. Yeah, it's a nice savings for you. And then obviously, you couple that with the savings from the solar panels themselves. Right, right. yeah, huge. Um, um, and then sell, sell, sell some of it back to the grid, which is always very cool. Yeah. There you go. And then the last one are rebates for high efficiency appliances. And this is one that everybody should know about. So low and middle income families can claim rebates for $840 for a, a greener stove or oven, and then up to $8,000 for a, a pump for, uh, for heating spaces or uh, for heating or cooling. Yeah, and th- th- this is everybody should be aware of this. Um, you know, I- I'm not sure if it's going to make sense for people to immediately go out and put in solar panels or replace windows, et cetera, et cetera. But if at some point in time, when the panels are, uh, well, I'm sorry, when the windows are giving way or when your refrigerator gives way, sure. this is when you should be thinking about. It. And you know, we're constantly renovating the rental properties. I mean, you know, this is something that we need to talk, talk to uh, our property manager about. Um, just start to tap into this stuff. It's great. It's very, very good stuff. So uh, there you go. So if you need any more info on that, you can reach out to us. We'll let you know more about it. All right, let's make uh, our transition here into celebrity real estate. Before we get into specific properties, um, I stumbled across a list of different celebrities and just what they own, their portfolios. Okay. Do you want to make a game of it? Uh, uh, yeah, let's do that. Okay, okay. okay. This is, yeah, out of left field, but go ahead. Uh, of course, always. <laughs> That's why it's fun. Uh, Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. I will, I will give you a hint. It involves homes condos, and at least one island. How many homes do you think Leonardo DiCaprio Oh, owns? this is the game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with three. Three? Okay. All right. And five. Uh, oh, how about wow. condos? Two? Yep. N- nailed it. Okay. Islands? One. Yes, I mean, correct. One, yeah, okay, good. <laughs> five homes, two condos, one island. Oh, wait, Not he, a bad portfolio. Uh, does he rent these things out? or I, I, That's a great question. Well, well, actually, didn't we talk about this a few weeks ago? What, doesn't he rent at least one of them out? Uh, yeah, yes, well, that's think, right, because yeah. he was yeah. going to be someone's landlord. Well, yeah, okay. His property manager was yeah, going yeah, to yeah, Yes, okay. Um, Taylor Swift, j- we're just guessing homes. Uh, just guessing homes. I'm, I'm going, I'm going uh, five homes here. Eight. Eight, yeah. Eight different homes. She's, yeah, I mean, she's she's one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah I, 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 you're, not a big, you're not a big fan. No, I, she, she's fine. She's great. She's, a great she's, a, she's an increasingly sophisticated songwriter. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Con- <laughs> Con- You're moving very quickly out, yes. Kanye West. Oh, dear God. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, is it five? Is it three? Is it eight? Is it two? And, like, the guy's so damn schizophrenic. Ten. So. Ten. Ten homes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You knew One it for all of his personalities. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Rihanna uh, has actually. Um, oh, Rihanna! I'm going big with Rihanna. She's, she's, a, billionaire. she's a billionaire. Yes, right. yeah, yeah. She, she's given up. She's given up music, and she's just she's running. She's running her business. Yeah, so good for her. I, I'm I'm going big with her. Like yeah. eight, eight, ten, twelve, eleven. There, there we go. Yeah. Okay. And then the final, uh, Jeff Bezos. It involves. Oh uh, well, Jeff Bezos. Come on, we're we're going. I'm going fifteen. He has a a, a, a thirty thousand acre ranch. He has one museum, 
and they list, quote, too a many... A museum? He owns a museum? Apparently, yeah. Okay. And they list, quote, too many homes to count. <laughs> there we go. So there's that. All right, let's dive into some specific properties. Um, we were talking before the podcast, and I dropped this name, and uh, and you weren't quite sure what I was talking about. The name Johnny Galecki. I, I never heard of this man. Have you heard of the show The Big Bang Theory? Yes. Okay. Have I ever seen it? I'm guessing no. no. Yeah. Doesn't exactly, it's not exactly. Did I mention the word of feet a few moments ago? <laughs> you did, yeah. Yes. You said a very fancy word for a vegetable platter. Um, so I'm assuming, yes. Maybe not. Maybe not your style. Uh, but he, believe it or not, was at one point the second highest paid actor. I, you told on me TV. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Behind Jim Parsons, who was also on the show. Oh, okay. So uh, anyway, Johnny Galecki uh, listed his Hollywood Hills home for $11.9 million. All right, Johnny. Yeah, 7,400 square feet, six mm. bedrooms, five and bath. Mm. Um, this is, it's pretty gorgeous. This has a incredibly, it's incredible. It's chef's kitchen with um, vaulted ceilings that also are beamed too, which is always a really great combination. Um, it's 1929. It's a Spanish-style residence. Are you looking it up? Are you looking him up right now? I, I'm, You've never I, seen yes, him before. I, no, I'm looking him up like I'm hoping that I'm going to like Google the name. I'm going to yeah. see the face. I'm like, oh, no, that guy. No. no he no, was also, nothing. I believe, in Roseanne when he was younger. A, a, another show. Shocking. Another show I've never seen. Yeah. Um, so this house actually has a little bit of oh, Hollywood I, history. I'm sorry. Yeah, of mm. course. Uh, John, here's the article that I'm talking about. Here we go. Oh, perfect. Kaylee Cuoco and Johnny Galecki's relationship through the years. Yes. Yeah. I she, was the, she was the, uh, okay. yeah, she what, was, okay. Yes, she was the female lead for the show. Oh, really? And they, they were in a relationship? Uh, they, they were on the show and, I believe, uh, off the show. Yeah, well, according to this article, uh, which comes to us from Us Magazine. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. When when does your, does it come weekly for you? Are you uh, perused? Actually, people? I think we talked about this. I, I suddenly, about three months ago, I started receiving People Magazine in the oh, mail. Oh, sure. Totally, yeah. I, I, like, I didn't out of the subscribe blue. out of the blue. I'm like, why the hell am I getting this? So They had they had a few extras, so they're just sending them around. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, So this home that Johnny Galecki is listed. Oh, okay. Actually, uh, Jason Statham used to live there. Okay. Action, okay. Yep. action star. Okay, yep. Um, And Ben Stiller previously owned it. Oh. So a little history there. Okay, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller's on fire. As a producer, I yeah, mean, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he did Severance. He produced Severance. Man, that guy's yeah. Um, how about this? Uh, we'll move from uh, residences to a winery. Okay. A little fun fact for you: the producers of American Idol hmm. actually went in together to make wine. Oh. Uh, Nigel Lithgow and Ken Warwick are okay. their names. And back in 2005, after they were just swimming in cash. Um, from the success of Idol, they ended up buying this vineyard for uh, a little over $5 million. Okay. They're now um, trying to sell it for $22 million. Wow. And what's the name of the vineyard? The vineyard, and uh, I apologize for butchering this because I no doubt will, uh, Villa San Juliet. It's, okay. uh, it's in Paso Robles, California. And I, and I love Paso Robles wines. 160-acre estate comes with two wow. Tuscan-style villas. Wow. Oh, um, wow. Just, it's, it's pretty gorgeous. And for the price tag of $22 million, it should. Okay, so I'm going to venture to guess you don't know Paso Robles wines. I don't. Okay, no. so let's do this. Okay. We're going to get a bottle Ooh. of something out of Paso Robles. Okay. It's, uh, it's uh, south of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. It's uh, drier. Uh, it's very hot. It's very ir- it, it's th- These are big Big reds, like you know, really earthy, dusty. Okay, I mean, great stuff. I'm, I'm in. So, okay. all right, maybe um, a night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we have we to got. talk about. We have okay. to talk about that. We'll get to that before right. we, we wrap up. We have a couple other things here. Um, just, just so you know, they put out twelve styles of wine, thirty thousand cases a year. So it's pretty legitimate. Yeah, legitimate. Winery. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, 
let's see here. None of these homes are for sale yet, but well, they may be because the owner has a whole lot of money to pay for people. Um, for being a total uh, a-hole. Conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. Oh, God. Yeah. So, you know, turns out claiming that Sandy Hook wasn't real. Right. Uh, Going to cost him a lot of money. $50 million. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, and that's uh, th that's one. That's the first lawsuit. There are three more that are pending. Yes. And so those lawsuits that are pending are in... This lawsuit, I think, took place in Texas. Mm -hmm. There are three additional lawsuits that are taking place in states in which the laws are more favorable oh. to the plaintiffs. Oh, okay, perfect. So people are suggesting that $50 million in Texas, that's going to translate into a lot Good. more. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't happen yeah. to a nicer guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, he's crying poor, I think, already, too, isn't he? Uh, yeah, okay, well, he's, he's, he's trying, but, man, that, that judge who was uh, hearing the case, she was awesome. You know, she kept reminding him, you are not bankrupt. You applied before a court to uh, to have your bankruptcy uh, uh, decision uh, uh, yeah, vetted. So so he's definitely not bankrupt because he currently owns a property in Austin, Texas that was built in 2006. Over 5,500 square foot mansion overlooks the Barton Creek Greenbelt. So it's on an acre lot. Um, so the, this, the amount he bought it for is undisclosed, but it was previously on the market for $2.275 million. Okay. Well, that, that's, that's pitting to this guy. I think, I think he's worth like $150 million or something. Uh, two, $270, I think. Was oh, what is that? Really? Him and his company, his, his supplements. Wow. wow. I don't yeah. know who looks at that guy. It's like, I'm going to buy supplements from him. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know what? I, we better back <laughs> off because I'll start to describe these <laughs> yep. people. And yeah, yeah. It'll be ugly. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Uh, he also has a water retreat, which hopefully will be for sale soon when he has to pay all those people he was a total jerk to. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. One more to get to. All right. Magic Johnson's former Bel Air estate, complete with a indoor basketball courts for sale for $14.5 right. million. All right. So this is actually being listed by uh, Compass's Nancy Ellen, who is the listing agent and the owner of the home. Oh, so well, the, well, there we doing go. Doing pretty well oh, out the, there. The, the, there we go. Uh, so the Hall of Fame basketball player has not been there for a while. Uh, she bought it from him uh, back in the late 80s, it looks like. But this place is pretty ridiculous. Over 10,000 square feet, six bedrooms, six and a half baths. And the highlight for all sports fans, the indoor basketball court with uh, a viewing area. Oh, really? Wow. It's pretty cool. It I mean, pretty it's one thing to have a basketball court, but to actually have uh, a viewing area, that's wild. And comes with a locker room as well with uh, perhaps the ultimate piece of sports familiar, autographs from NBA players, including Johnson himself. Wow. So cool wow. stuff. Wow. Um, okay, so a couple other things to get to here before we do wrap up. One, uh, Mark is very excited about a country concert <laughs> that we are both attending later tonight. Um, I'm glad you brought your 10-gallon uh, hat in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my belt buckle and, yeah, spurs. Um, so <laughs> I heard a jangle when you walked in. <laughs> um, I, so I, I don't listen to country music. I don't like country music, but... Um, your mother-in-law, you know, I would, I would. She doesn't accept no for an answer. I, well, and, and I would eat glass for Lauren. I mean, I, I, I would, I would, I would, sure. I would crawl through hot yeah. coals while eating glass uh, for Lauren Dixon. I mean, I just, yeah. So, so, um, so Chris Stapleton tonight. But, but, but what's, really, what's really funny is that I've been boning up on Chris Stapleton. Okay. And, and, and truth be told, he's a good songwriter, okay. and I've enjoyed some of this. But now Spotify is sending me recommendations that I might like hot country hits. Oh yeah. Um, so that, that oh, your funny. algorithm is ruined. Yeah. <laughs> so, Soiled, so. completely soiled. Uh, but it should be fun. It'll, it'll, be, it'll, it'll be a great concert. And it'll be a great night for it, for sure. Um, one last thing to get to. Very oh, sad. Get out the tissues. <sighs> yeah. Oh, man. He. Do you know what he did yesterday? I don't think I even told you. What? All right. So uh, we have one of the, the members of our team who is uh, off to his next adventure. Uh, he is going to be a nurse, Cam. 
uh, one of our listing uh, coordinators, who's maybe the nicest person on the planet. Yeah, he's he's just awesome. Um, there was a, a little snafu at one of uh, one of my closings. Um, the lockbox, um, just to get into the the nuts and bolts of it, it wasn't a combo, so it just couldn't be opened to get the keys to oh, okay. the uh, the new buyers. Yeah. Um, so Cam jetted out there within five minutes of me calling him, opened it up. Gave it to the new buyers. They were happy as can be. That's his job, yeah. He I just, mean... But, but, but it didn't matter whether you were calling him at 2 o'clock yesterday afternoon or 10 o'clock last night. Yep. He would have done the exact same thing. This kind of guy This, guy, this yeah. guy is just unbelievable. I mean, we will never be able to replace Cam. Yeah, we, we, it is an enormous, enormous loss. Um, you know, I mean, so many of the accolades that we enjoy and that we receive... Um, so much, you know, so much of the increase in business. I mean, sure. a lot of it can be attributed to Cam. He's just, he's selfless. That guy yeah. is just awesome. And this is the nicest dude, too. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, this will uh, be posted after. Surprise party is happening tonight for him, too. So. Is it, oh, is it a surprise? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. His wife's going to be there. I don't think he realizes she's going to be oh, there. Oh, okay, yeah. great. Very yeah. good. And uh, so that'll be good. So if Cam's listening, thank you for everything. Um, we're yeah, going to we, miss we, you. We, yeah, we love you, bud, and I, we are going to miss you. I've got a feeling he's going to be popping around, though. Yeah, he, he was already he, saying stuff in the office yesterday. Better. I've already told him what, you know, <laughs> what, what a terrible decision it is to yeah, go on sure. to nursing school. Yes, I know. It's, it's an awful decision. I know. My God. Yeah, you don't take care of people. Oh, wait, crap. <laughs> so, good stuff there. All right, well, anything else before we no, wrap up? No, that's it. Okay, all right. Uh, as always, check out more of the podcast. You can see Mark's blogs, all the videos that we post over at markseawick.com. We will talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening to Open House with Mark Seawick and Corey James Moran. Thank you